0: Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show, the Big Show, the most important and critically acclaimed podcast that is recorded in our car. And we're going down the road today in the in the red studio. We're driving the red studio today, and we're going to have a mystery show because my co-host Spice is mystified. Is mystified. Once again. He does not know what the topic is, but I think this is going to be a fairly brief podcast because it's not that long of a subject. But or drive. I, but I think, in a sense, it's time to throw in the towel.
1: All right. I can talk about towels. Talk about the towels. Because I just finished writing a post on towels. On the towels.
0: But Not just any towels. The super-duper Absolutely fantastically amazing, if you listen and read the advertising, (laughs) cooling towels. So, how do they work? Let's talk about how they work. Are they effective? What works best? What doesn't work? After an extensive, well, okay, after a reasonable amount of time of testing, these super-duper cooling towels. If you don't know what we're talking about, first of all, she's going to explain what the towel is and what it's marketed, and then she's going to talk about how she used it, the pros, the cons, and the various different ways to make what it does work better, or even at all in some cases.
1: So, uh, the idea of these guys, you can find them all over the place these days. You get this space-age fabric. Mine was made out of polyvinyl alcohols, I believe. Space-age fabric that soaks up a whole bunch of water and allows it to evaporate readily. Now,
0: first of all, let me just pop in here. Isn't any fabric made since the flight of Yuri Gagarin in the 50s a space-age fabric? Yes. But I digress. Go
1: right ahead. (laughs) Why, yes, and they didn't have these before Yuri Gagarin made his circumnavigation of our planet.
0: So there we are. Yuri Gagarin was one of the bravest men ever because if you saw that spacecraft that he flew in, that death trap,
1: they held it together with chewing gum.
0: And he still got in it.
1: They didn't even use duct tape.
0: Brave man. Anyway, pressing right along.
1: All right. So it's a fabric that absorbs a whole lot and evaporates a whole lot. Because physics, when any fluid goes from liquid form to gas form by vaporizing, it uh, takes heat energy to make each molecule jump off the liquid form and into the vapor. We know this as evaporative cooling! We Woo-hoo. do. So, anytime a fluid evaporates, the thing it evaporated off gets cooler is it takes heat energy with it. That's the whole reason we sweat, is to bring the water to our surface so evaporative cooling can make us cooler.
0: And when we dump a water over our head when it's hot, and we cool off really quickly. Or... When you're walking around, when you've been inside of a uh, hay barn, for example, and you just work up this huge sweat and it's not really helping, then you walk outside and the first puff of breeze hits you. Ah. And you're just like, oh, I got it. This happened to us out in, out at um, the uh, National Monument uh Uh, Pipestone National Monument, we went to the waterfall. Ah, yes. (laughs) Um, What happened was, I'll I'll explain this as a a perfect example, is we're walking out across, going towards the area where the Pipestone Quarry was, and I know there's a waterfall back there, so we're walking across here. It's 104 degrees, and this is not an exaggeration. It literally is 104 degrees.
1: Full sun in the prairie
0: in the middle of the afternoon. I mean, it's full on blue sky not a cloud in there beating down on us on a short grass prairie and i mean it was beaten down and i was just recovering from something i'd been taking some antibiotics that made me sun sensitive so this was a really good time for me to be out in the middle of of the under this baking sun so anyway we walk across there three quarters of a mile mile not a very far hike but certainly um warm enough we get into the shade and then after you went up and did some exploring you came back and you said the waterfall's over there like okay i gotta go take pictures of the waterfall right right so i go up there and i turn around the corner and the waterfall with the running water the mist is doing this evaporative cooling it's it's cooling the whole area so it's like 30 degrees, literally 30 degrees colder, maybe 35 degrees colder. It was about 70 degrees where the waterfall was, I'd say. About that. And it was just like, oh, you see the, the pictures of the angels coming out from the sky,
1: the trumpets, the, oh. I had popped back to the car to pick up some extra photo equipment. Yeah, I forgot the tripod. And uh, truth, Salty looked a heck of a lot happier. When I came back after he was standing there in the mist of the waterfall, yeah, I and mean he had looked coming off that hundred and four degree prairie. Normally, you know,
0: that would walk really wouldn't have bothered me, but the sunshine—it was baking me. In. But anyway, so I'm sitting there and I'm in the evaporative cooling, and I'm like, ah, I'm not leaving. You can bury me here, because <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we're talking about. This this refreshing, cool, running water misting, and you see this at like when you go to. a, go to the zoo or the sports games or stuff like that. They've got these fans and they get the water squirting in the fans. They call them the cool zones. Yep. Misters. The ball games, the NFL players, you'll see them down on the, on the field where it's really hot. And trust me, if you've never been on a, on a turf field in the sunshine, you don't know what hot is. We've, we've shot, uh, uh, pro football games and semi pro football games on turf fields. Uh, Photography, videography, you know, and boy, it gets warm. It's not
1: quite as hot as a hayloft midsummer, but pretty close. Pretty darn close. Your feet
0: will literally blister. It gets so hot. Yeah. So this is the kind of thing that that we're talking about. These towels are supposed to do. Question is, do they actually work?
1: Not as good as the waterfall. If they they worked as good as the waterfall, this would be a different kind of story than what it's going to be. Okay. Uh, First thing, I thought these, since I know the physics of it works, you get a whole bunch of evaporative cooling from water because it's hard to make the water molecules leave their buddies. So the physics of it, it's certainly going to work. And it takes no electricity. It's something you can carry with you. It helps uh, cool on a hot day. Sounded like a great plan. And I've used one on and off here and there, but for the services of our uh, listeners here, both of them, as Paranoid Prepper might say. (laughs) Although I will admit we have had,
0: I'm very pleased with our listenership on our podcast. We've, We've got, we're at a good level.
1: Good. So I decided to take one of these towels and give it a more thorough testing so I could report how effective it was under a variety of circumstances. So rather than just do what I'd done before, which is play around with them a little bit in a spot that had decent airflow, I took one out to the place with me. It was going to be a 95-degree afternoon. There was uh, supposed to be high humidity and not much wind. In other words, it was summer in Missouri. I was going to stay at the cabin on the place, which is made of metal and doesn't have any electricity. So there's no air conditioning and only as much fan as I can carry battery for. Which means minimal amount of fan available. It can get hot out there. Um, so I thought I'd test it under a variety of circumstances, tell you what it was all about. So I take my little cooling towel, I get out there about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, which is pretty much the peak of the afternoon heat. But I'm heat adapted, so heck with it. I'll do it anyway. Gonna test out the towel while I uh, mow our fire break to keep our fire break down. We and like
0: Iowa, who've been blasted with water, absolutely blasted with water. Every it's storm dry that's come here.
1: through this summer has tracked up north to Iowa and left us dry. We're over over dry. They're dry.
0: It's really weird. This last weekend, we were we drove over to Quincy, and I mean, it's dry. The the grass is brown here. And we drove over to Quincy, which is a a town on the Mississippi River near the Iowa border. And the Mississippi was about out of its banks. Yeah, it was almost a flood stage at the end of June. And we had no rain at all. It's really a weird-looking thing because, of course, the water's coming from Iowa. So we have a friend up in northern Iowa in the – well, let's just say he's in the Fort Dodge area, more or less. And he's surrounding that area.
1: That is what passes for a big town around there.
0: Yeah, and they're, (laughs) you know, Fort Dodge, Storm Lake, all the towns in northern Iowa, they're getting three or four inches a night. (laughs) We can't get anything.
1: Anyway. So, I get to tell what first thing I notice, this thing sucks up a lot of water. I'm immediately glad I keep a spare water supply at the place, because I only brought a couple gallons with me this particular day. And... That towel soaked up a heck of a lot of it. I have an extra five or seven gallons without having to hit up the pond. Cause I'm that way. I got a prep of water. Soaks up a whole bunch of water. I wring out some of it like you're supposed to because having the water drip off is not very effective. I drape it around my shoulders and start to, uh, start up the mower. And it slips off. So I resettle it, and it slips off, and I'm like, okay, this whole wearing it as a cape thing ain't going to happen, because it's going to slip off. I'll just uh, try and put it over my head. I bet that'll be effective. So I put it over my head like Think a... Think Lawrence uh, of Arabia. Yeah. Except for she didn't have the band. Did you have the band to start with? I didn't have the band to start with. I thought I'd just try it. I know that you get a whole bunch of blood flow to the head. So it's a very effective place to apply cooling. If you ever need to cool somebody, cooling their head and neck is the most e- efficient place to apply the cooling.
0: Right. It's close to the heart, and it's the thing the heart knows you have to have blood to, so it really, well, the heart doesn't know it, but the heart is designed or has evolved
1: the brain, whatever. The brain demands it the by brain producing demands- these chemical signals. That means it needs more blood flow. The blood vessels to the brain open up, the brain gets more blood flow. It's something now, like that.
0: Because in truth, and this is for good or for bad, the brain is actually in charge. <laughs> it is. The brain can make mouth do bad things. <laughs> the brain can make foot do very bad things. <laughs> you know? It get you into trouble, but sometimes it can get you back out. That's right. So you can, the brain is in charge. And... For most people, their brains are located in their heads, at least part of the time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to go deeper there. Just moving right along. Pressing right along. So I, I put this cooling towel over my head and find an immediate improvement in cooling. The thing feels cool to the touch. I start feeling cooler to the touch immediately. So it's working out there. It's not as good as standing in a cool zone it's not a quarter as good as standing out there by that waterfall but it is a noticeable improvement but the towel won't stay up there it keeps slipping off because i don't have a headband and uh, later on just uh, experimenting i got out the kerchief because i always do carry kerchiefs with me amazingly useful suckers I got out a kerchief and folded it up and tied it around a headband like the um, circlet that the Arabs wear around the headscarves they wear. And that was very effective. Um, Almost as if people who live in the desert have figured out how to place cloth around their heads to get maximum cooling. And shade. That's the other
0: thing this does provide for you. If you're doing this, you get shade out of the deal. Yeah. So there's that too. I mean, it's not just that it... But you're trading that for weight. Because I picked up the towel just... And this wasn't even when it was just newly wet. And it was heavy. Yeah, it will... There really is a lot of water in there. And, of course, water is heavy.
1: The Uh, towels aren't especially lightweight to start with. And they increase by about 400% in weight. Right.
0: Now, if you want to see what the headband thing is talking about, uh, I'm going to use that picture for uh, the podcast picture, and also I'm going to put that on the story that she's already written. And if you're hearing this podcast, like, during the day, it's the story that we'll publish tonight. If you're hearing it during the day. In fact, depending on if I can get this podcast done, we get back. Uh, I may run this one tonight because I haven't scheduled it. we got a whole bunch of stuff coming up ready to be scheduled. I just haven't scheduled it yet. Uh, so. Okay.
1: So actually helped when it was worn as an Arab-type headdress. Not a whole bunch, but helped. So I do my mowing. I had to get that done before dark. That was the critical thing. Now it's time for me to sit in the shade for a while and do the paperwork I brought with me from work.
0: Paperwork! Yeah. Paperwork. Which is actually paper work. Actually paper.
1: Actual papers. Yeah. Strange but true. Which works because I don't have electricity out there and I don't have internet service out there, so the whole electronic paperwork thing doesn't work so well out there. But I have this big old stack of papers I need to work on. So... There we go. Sit up in the shade.
0: Oh, wait a minute. We need to we need to throw in uh, just a couple of pieces of information. Uh, we're talking about a day that was ninety six degrees with about eighty percent humidity. Eighty five. Eighty five. Oh, it was eighty five. Yeah. Mine had eighty, but I wasn't there. I was not so. Okay, yeah, 85. he was fifty miles away. Yeah, was 50 mine mine
1: were okay. at eighty-five.
0: At the peak. eighty-five percent humidity, uh, ninety-six degrees. So that's about the conditions uh, we're talking about.
1: Three or four mile an hour breeze. Um, Not much wind.
0: Now we will say because of the way evaporative cooling works, it will work better when the humidity is lower.
1: Yeah, bigger that's concentration just, gradient yeah. for the water to. Right. Water so if you're talking about off. in
0: the actual desert that has you know virtually no humidity or very little. This would work a lot better. And it'll also suck the towel dry a lot quicker, too.
1: And water's a lot more limited. So but the towels work yeah. much better in the desert, but they also use a, a resource that is more precious. If I ran out of water at the place, I walked down the hill, I got a whole pond full. Right.
0: Now, as a caveat,
1: there's some wa-
0: I'm not sure I'd want to fill one of these towels up with just straight pond water. Because after a while, it gets a stank Because there's a lot of organics in
1: there. Yeah, you can wash them, though. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Okay. So, sit in the shade. Three or four mile an hour breeze. Redampen the towel. Since I'm sitting still, I can spread it out over me better. I decided to do the cape thing with it on my front. So, it's covering basically from the elbows up, the front part of my chest. Got it kind of wrapped around my neck here. And it is almost a wash it's a minor improvement over no towel at all and the problem is the humidity's so high and the breeze is so low i'm not getting very uh, rapid evaporation so i'm not getting a whole lot of cooling from it were you on the porch i was in back where it's shady in the afternoon in were... back of the cabin okay so
0: but did you have the fan on
1: no i did not have the fan on okay, at that point that would have helped but it would but i was doing an experiment
0: Right and now, I wasn't miserable, so I'm now, all right. We have two different kinds of fans out of the cabin. you heard that we don't have electricity there at the moment. And um, so what the deal is is we have two completely different fan systems. One of them works on a, a rechargeable double D battery. And uh, that's fine. It's not nearly as big a fan as the other ones. And then we got a couple of fans that are the Milwaukee um, the Fuel... Uh, Rock building f- fans, yeah. Fuel fans that on low last what eight hours or so, more or less. Uh,
1: I've never run them for that long, but I've never run the battery very far either, so I'm sure they would. Okay,
0: but they these, these fans are are like they're battery fans. They'll, they'll move
1: air. The, the M eighteen fuel ones are move air pretty robustly. I don't use them unless I really have to, because I prefer the to listen to the birds while I'm out there, frankly. The sound. And that little double D thing is the, very, very quiet.
0: You prefer the tranquil
1: sounds
0: of nature. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and to hear the raccoons fighting, and to hear the most talkative deer in the world lives at the place. I hear yeah. her all the time. She is like...
0: Uh, she's like wanting to be a Shakespearean actor
1: deer. Maybe she's singing to herself all the time. I don't know. She's just extremely tired. There is much trauma with her. Yeah. You can hear her most every night. Okay. Pressing right along. So, with very little breeze and high humidity, very little effect, a minor improvement over no tal at all, which is just basically using my own sweating. Okay. So... Evening starts to come on. I move into the cabin when the mosquitoes come out because I don't want to deed up and all that stuff. Got nice screened windows on the cabin. But you may not have noticed if you're not hanging around outside a lot that you often get the breeze drop off entirely right about sunset. And that happened. So we had no breeze. The windows of the cabin had been open so it wasn't horrid in there. It's built to have pretty decent airflow But it was still warmer than it was outside. So it was probably 85 in the cabin at that point in time. And I find it kind of hard to sleep when I'm that hot. So I thought, okay, I'll re-wet this towel. And I'll get all nice and stretched out where I'm going to sleep. And I'll just toss this uh, evaporative cooling towel Cover up my whole legs with them, get a lot of evaporative space, and that'll help cool me down so I can go to sleep. Well, no. Under those conditions, the humidity had uh, gone up a little bit because the air temperature had gone down and there was still as much water vapor in the air. That's the physics of the thing. Humidity had gone up a little bit. The uh, air was quite still. It was actually, when I took off the towel, put on the towel, took off the towel, I was experimenting. It was actually slightly warmer with the towel on than with the towel off. So it was completely ineffective in uh, still and humid air. However, when I took that little bitty fan with its tiny amount of airflow, the double D one, and instead of pointing it at my face as I usually would, I point it over the surface of the towel. There is a very dramatic improvement. It's still not like air conditioning or a cool zone, but I significantly feel the cooling from the towel when I have that uh, small breeze going right over the top of the towel. And after about 15 minutes of that, it takes my body temperature down enough, sleep becomes successful. So, summary points. This sucker sucked up a lot of water. You cannot use them if water is a limiting factor. The effectiveness depends a heck of a lot on the relative humidity and the wind speed. Both of them were very important, because I didn't lower the humidity when I turned the fan on. So, drier environments more effective, windier environments more effective. Best way to use them? put them over your head and use a kerchief to hold them in place. Also very effective if you just flop the whole thing out over large areas of bare skin, which of course doesn't help when you're working. But if you had a little kid, toddlers and babies have trouble regulating their body temperature and really old people can have trouble regulating their body temperature. So if you had someone of that very tender or, uh, very brittle age, you're trying to help keep cool in the heat. cooling towels might be more effective for them than for an adult who's moving around. A whole lot. Uh, Considering the weight they take up and their level of effectiveness, I'm not going to bother to stock a bunch of these. I'm going to leave that one out at the place because it is effective when you just come in from from work and you're overheated. It'll help you cool down faster, particularly if you put a little breeze on you. I am going to keep it out there. But I was underwhelmed. I thought it would do a little bit better than it did, honestly, given how much water you're evaporating from those guys. I think the problem is a lot of the water is evaporating from the top surface of the towel, and I'm just touching the bottom surface of the towel. And it has to make up for my sweat entirely before you start seeing any net gains from the evaporative cooling of the towel. I could put that water in me and sweat it out, or I could put it on the towel and have the towel evaporate it off. It's not that much better to me to have the towel evaporating it off, but I sweat really well. Somebody who doesn't sweat really well and is not as temperature adapted would probably find a bigger improvement.
0: I'm curious about doing a test. Um, So maybe we might want to come back and revisit this topic when we get a chance to go... Uh, into a very dry but hot environment and see if it really makes that much, how much difference it does make. I suspect it'll make quite a bit of difference. Taking it to, next time we're in like New Mexico or Arizona or Yeah, or maybe I'll
1: take one out to uh, Yellowstone where I'm going to be at altitude. Yes. The relative humidity is very low at altitude. I
0: know, but it's not going to be that hot.
1: It doesn't have to be hot for me to feel how much it's going to cool. Okay, well, that's up to you.
0: If you want to mess with it out there, yeah. yeah it depends She's going on out to Yellow- how much room is She's in She's going my out to Yellowstone backpack. in a month or so. So you're about to hear a whole lot of Yellowstone stories. Yellowstone's Grand Tetons. Doc and she Travel are stories, going yeah. uh, hiking in the mountains. Maybe I
1: can extract some wisdom from, from Doc, who is an actual physician, unlike myself, while we're uh, hiking around in Yellowstone
0: there. Okay, so towels. This is what we found. Um... We just wanted to share it with you, so there we are. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.